Some things shouldn't be transparent, like stop signs. But what you pay for should always be clear, like Hiller's true transparency pricing, always clearly itemized and never any hidden fees. Because you have the right to know what you're paying for. For more information, visit happyhiller.com slash true transparency pricing. Happy you'll be of the services free. Call the Happy Face Truck today. Now, 104.5 The Zone's non-stop sports talk continues with a look at Nashville's teams and at news around the nation from the lead writer of 104.5thezone.com. This is The Big Six. The Big Six with Jason Martin. And here we go. Welcome in. Big Six, 104.5 The Zone. I'm Jason Martin on Twitter at jmartzone, editor-in-chief, Big Six blog, lead writer, 1045thezone.com. Well, Urban Meyer has pretty much taken over my show for the better part of the last three weeks. And last night, we all learned something about an institution of higher learning in this country that I think... Maybe we suspected, but now we know incontrovertibly. And that is this. At the Ohio State University, it is not about how you play the game. It is about whether you win or lose. Urban Meyer is still employed at Ohio State because his name is Urban Meyer, because he's won multiple national championships, and because Buckeye Nation needs him on that wall. I've compared him to Colonel Jessup multiple times, and it's still apt. Coming up in the next segment, if you heard before the wake-up zone this morning, outkick the coverage, Clay Travis's show, the first hour runs here live on the zone before the wake-up zone. I'm in hosting for Clay all week. I talked to Clay for an extended amount of time about the press conference last night and about the ramifications of that press conference and what it means. And we're going to play that for you here tonight. So if you missed that this morning on Fox Sports Radio, we're going to give you a chance to hear my conversation with Clay Travis during this hour. So stick with us. Before I say more, this is what Urban Meyer delivered, and it may as well have been some kind of hostage situation because he clearly didn't want to say it. He clearly was not versed in it particularly well, and he clearly didn't write it, and it was still absolutely baffling. Here is Urban Meyer's statement last night from the press conference in Columbus. I know that the impact that the events of the last three weeks have had on this institution, an institution that I love, and how challenging this has been for our community, our president, a man who I have great respect for, and for that I am deeply sorry. I'm fully aware that I'm ultimately responsible for the situation that has harmed the university as a whole and our department of athletics and our football program. I want to apologize to Buckeye Nation. I followed my heart, not my head. I fell short in pursuing full information because at each juncture I gave Zach Smith the benefit of the doubt. As I reflect my loyalty to his grandfather, Earl Bruce, who was my mentor and like a father to me, 
likely impacted how I treated Zach over the years. I did not know everything about Zach Smith, which was what Zach Smith was doing, and I'm pleased that the report made this very clear. However, I should have demanded more from him and recognized red flags. I needed to show more care and concern for the entirety of the situation and the people involved. I should have been more demanding of him in the same way I am of my players, other staff members, and myself. I should have done more, and I am sorry for that. I did a poor job at Media Day. It's a big reason why we're here today. I was not being as complete and as accurate as I should have been at Media Day and afterward. But there is no intent to mislead. My role is to set a good example. In this instant, I did not live up to the university's standards. The suspensions are tough, but I fully accept them. I wish I could go back and make the different decisions, but I can't. These difficult lessons are a constant reminder of the duties and obligations that I have as a member of this university and this community. I take full responsibility for, I take this responsibility very seriously, and I will do better. I've been a Buckeye my entire life. For the past six years, I've worked diligently to build a program that the great state of Ohio and Ohio State can be very proud of. And I appreciate the opportunity to learn from a mistake, and I will work as hard as I ever have to make our strong program even stronger. Thank you very much. Thank you, Urban, for nothing. You should have been fired. I said that from day one. And there were some people that said, but if you're wrong, and I said, well, if I'm wrong, then I'll be the first one to come on here and apologize and take ownership for that. And when that 23-page report came out last night, which they very carefully made sure was not in the hands of anyone in the media before that press conference, it's not that I, I, I'm not going to say I feel vindicated about any of this because so much of the problem in this entire situation is we've lost sight of what actually happened here. Past just Urban Meyer and Gene Smith and how poorly Ohio State handled this. There was a victim here. And if you will pay very close attention to the press conference, which was must-watch television last night for all the wrong reasons, one thing became very clear. They were not going to use Courtney Smith's name. It was not going to happen. It did not come up until the penultimate question of that press conference, the next to last question. But if you read between the lines, they also kind of want you to doubt Courtney Smith's credibility. I took phone calls this morning on Fox Sports Radio from people defending Urban Meyer, from people suggesting that Zach Smith was was really just defending himself the entire time, that maybe he hit her, but that she hit him, as if that was okay. That she was not to be believed. All of those things. But we saw the screen grab from Courtney's phone, where Zach Smith apologized for putting his hands around her throat and assaulting her in 2015 on vacation in Punta Cana. And past that, there are apologists that are saying, well, he was, he was saying I'm sorry for cheating on her because that message said that she was cheating on him and th or that he was cheating on her and that he had assaulted her. And she says, and he says, I know, I know, I'm so sorry. I will tell you this. If you want to try and create that kind of plausible deniability, good job. 
know, nice, nice work by you. But if somebody that I'm in the midst of a text message exchange makes that kind of accusation in the text message, I'm not just going to say, I know, I know, I'm sorry. What I'm going to say is, I am really sorry for the cheating on you, but what the hell are you talking about? I never laid a hand on you. But we know Zach Smith laid a hand on her. We do. And Urban Meyer does too. And he knew it in 2009. And he knew it in 2015. And in the report, we hear about memory loss. And we hear about loss of focus. And we hear about lack of concentration and things like that. And he's been on medicine that causes those kinds of things. Look, I've been on Zyrtec for a while. I get hazy. I'm not sure some of the things that have happened in my life. I might have, I might have missed that. But some people have come to me over the last hour and suggested that I read up on something called an arachnoid cyst, which Urban Meyer, it's a condition that Urban Meyer had, and he had surgery for it back in 2014. And so I did. I went to Johns Hopkins' website. I went to other reputable medical websites to see what I could find about this because they claimed and they used the words that it affects memory, it affects focus, it affects concentration. They used the exact words that were in that investigative report. So I went and dug over the last 15 minutes, and luckily my main man, Ryan A. Mudd, behind the glass and, and JT helped me kind of make sure that this was in the system for you to hear. Urban Meyer addressed this back in 2014 at Ohio State University, here is what he said in 2014 about his arachnoid cyst. I feel great. I feel good. Not great. Feel good. I've had it for several years. It's a cyst, arachnoid cyst that uh, uh, surfaced a couple times, once in 98, once in 04, and then a couple other times, and it's just something you got to manage. And, and uh, I had a procedure done. They were great at the medical center uh, to relieve some pressure, and I'm good to go. Yes. Did it reach a point where you had to have something done that your headaches were coming more frequently or that more difficult or more hard to deal with? Oh, I just, I, I'm not going to be ignorant like I was before. And I'm, if something happens, I'm going to get it fixed. And I just put it off, put it off, put it off. So it reached that point. And are you limited whatsoever? They tell you that you have to watch what you eat or how long you're working. Just watch what I, how loud I scream. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not kidding you. And you know, how loud I blow the whistle, so. So there you have it. He said it wasn't an issue. Look, would he have come out and said it was a huge issue because it could have hurt his job? Maybe. But doing the research on the arachnoid cyst at all, very, very rarely does it cause any symptoms whatsoever. It is eminently treatable and was taken care of in 2014. I wanted to play that audio for you, and I wanted to mention the arachnoid cyst because I'm not going to run when people come to me and say, this is important to mention while you're burying Urban Meyer. Folks, I don't have to bury Urban Meyer. Somebody also sent me a message last night via Twitter at jmartzone and suggested, why can't you just admit it might have been a toxic marriage? Because, numbskull, I don't need to admit it was a toxic marriage. That's obvious. Domestic violence doesn't occur in stable structural situations. When husband is beating wife, when wife is making accusations, trying to get charges filed, calling the police, when there's infidelity, all of these things, I am well aware that this was a toxic marriage. That is not something I need to point out. It's a waste of a tweet. It's a waste of not even 140 characters. It's a waste of 100 characters to say 
it was a toxic marriage. I know it was a toxic marriage. We all know it was a toxic marriage. That doesn't excuse anything. And all that I saw from this report that came out last night, I could have counted on two hands, example after example after example, of why Urban Meyer should have been fired. This entire report laid out the reasons and the cause for Urban Meyer to lose his job and then basically just said, eh, he didn't deliberately lie. I'm going to make this point, and then we're going to go to break, and we're going to come back, and we're going to play the interview I did with Clay Travis this morning on his show on Outkick the Coverage on Fox Sports Radio. A deliberate lie as opposed to what? Seriously, as opposed to what? A lie is a choice to say certain words. A lie, by definition, is a decision. When you make a decision... It's not an accident. You made a choice to lie over and over and over and over. And you should have been fired. Clay Travis is next. Big Six, 104.5 The Zone. Welcome back in. Thursday edition of the Big Six here on 104.5 The Zone. I'm Jason Martin on Twitter at jmartzone. If you didn't know, starting... This week, 5 to 6 a.m. before the wake-up zone, I'll kick the coverage with Clay Travis. We uh, have the first hour of that show live. I've been in guest hosting for the past couple of days, and we'll finish up the week tomorrow. And this morning, we brought on the host. We brought on my good friend Clay Travis. Talked to him for a good length of time about the Urban Meyer situation. And if you missed that, we're going to give you a chance to hear it. Here is my conversation with Clay Travis. So, Clay, your thoughts now that it's out there. Three-game suspension for Urban Meyer. My first thought, honestly, and this is the question that I have to ask you to lead off, is either he did something wrong that should get him fired or he did nothing. Like, what exactly does this suspension mean? What is he being suspended for? Was there wrongdoing or was there not? This seems to be the ultimate cover-your-ass move. I think, and, and look, this was, let me start here. I'm not sure we've ever seen a more tone-deaf press conference filled with more lies in the history of college athletics. Uh, I think Ohio State and everyone affiliated with that press conference should be ashamed. And there are several different elements of this. And I think you hit on a big question. Like, Urban Meyer would have been fired but for the fact that he is a very good football coach. And I think Ohio State, from the moment they started this investigation, was looking for any way possible to keep Urban Meyer as their head football coach. And there are several things that I would point to and say, each of these is justifiable to fire Urban Meyer for them. Um, To me, one of, if not the most important aspect of this is, We found out at the press conference last night and also in this report that Urban Meyer did not inform Gene Smith of the 2009 arrest when he was at Florida of Zach Smith for domestic violence on his pregnant wife. I don't understand how any reasonable person, when they found out that Zach Smith was being investigated for domestic uh, uh, violence in 2015, would not have told their superior if they were being forthcoming and honest, oh, by the way, this is not the first incident that this guy has had. He was arrested in 2009 for domestic violence as well. Because, think about this, and I say this as a lawyer who has done labor and employment investigations, if you are hearing of an allegation for the first time in 2015, 
your thought may be, well, this is the first time they've had any issues of domestic violence before. And so if you're going to give lenient benefit of the doubt treatment, then you may well be inclined to do so because you think this is the first time it's ever happened. Once you know that somebody has been investigated and arrested for domestic violence before, I think the odds or the possibility that you are willing to give them the benefit of the doubt a second time is not there anymore. And so Urban Meyer, to me, could be fired for that fact alone because Gene Smith was not fully informed of the information that Urban Meyer had. And I think Urban Meyer would have had an obligation to tell Gene Smith at a minimum in 2015 about this. I also think in 2011, when Zach Smith was one of the first hires that Urban Meyer ever made, the background check that Ohio State conducted did not turn up this domestic violence arrest. I think arguably Urban Meyer would have had to disclose that when he was hiring Zach Smith on his staff because he knew of an arrest that was not showing up when they did the background check for Zach Smith. But at an absolute minimum, I think Urban Meyer would have been obligated to tell Gene Smith in 2015, hey, this is not the first time that we've had to look into this. The other thing that stood out to me about this press conference, this quote, which is maybe the most lawyer quote of all time, uh, they, uh, the, the person who conducted this investigation said about Urban Meyer's statements at the, uh, oh, at no. the Big Ten. Not the day. deliberate lie line. Yeah, yeah. While those denials were plainly not accurate, yeah. Coach Meyer did not, in our view, deliberately lie. I don't even know what that means. Like, isn't a lie a choice, says, Clay? Isn't, isn't a lie a choice? Like, how do you choose to accidentally, like, you can't accidentally choose anything. Like, that's not, it's not possible. It's not, it's not lying if you don't know the truth. Once you know the truth, you can you are deliberately lying. Like I imagine if your kid came to you and you found out that they had told you something that turned out to not be true and your kid's defense was while my uh, statement was not accurate, I wasn't deliberately lying. That is such an unbelievable lawyer line that on its face it is utterly indefensible, okay? There are a couple of other things that I thought were amazing that came out of this interview. And by the way, this was not a grilling, I shouldn't say interview, the, the questions that were asked in the press conference. Um, this, is, this is amazing. Gene Smith, the athletic director at, uh, at Ohio State, said uh, that, the, uh, that Zach Smith being investigated for domestic violence didn't raise any red flags. <laughs> like, what raises a red flag at murder? Ohio State? Only murder. murder kidnapping, bank robbery, like, I don't know about you, but if I'm an athletic director and somebody comes to me and says, hey, the police are investigating one of your employees for domestic violence, that raises a red flag for me. I'm going to say, oh, you know what, that doesn't seem like it's ideal. Uh, and then, in, in a quote that I think is going to follow Urban Meyer and potentially turn this press conference, which was an absolute disaster, into a story outside of sports. Urban Meyer said two things at the very end of the press conference, and I wish this press conference could have gone on. He was asked what message he had for Courtney Smith, and he said, I'm sorry we're in this situation. Yes. We're. She is a victim of domestic violence. Urban Meyer, you have been employing a domestic abuser 
and defending him for years. You are not in the same situation as her. That's an unbelievable response. He also said he didn't know about his wife's text messages. And this is also another important detail. Gene Smith says he told Urban Meyer about the 2015 incident that Urban Meyer didn't even report it to him. So all of these details as they are coming out, I think make Ohio State, Urban Meyer, Gene Smith, and everybody affiliated with this investigation look worse. And if there is a husband out there on the planet who believes that Shelly Meyer got texted photos and detailed descriptions of domestic abuse, that she would text, he scares me, about Zach Smith, and she didn't tell her husband, I got a bridge to sell you Mm. somewhere. Urban Meyer, I think, is a congenital liar. Yes. I think he lies. The only way you know he's lying is because he's opening his mouth. I think this was a disastrous look for Ohio State. I think it was a disastrous look for Urban Meyer. Those are all the things that jumped out to me. We can unpack some of these, uh, some of these details. Urban Meyer, I also thought when he read his statement, looked like a robot. He looked like he was providing proof of life in a terrorist video. <laughs> Um, you know, there was no like emotion. There was he was reading everything. He didn't speak ever. I thought honestly and directly. Uh, he uh, he said I, a couple times. I wish I'd known more. Uh, he said he had no intent to mislead. I think both of those are uh, fundamental lies. When you are the president, uh, basically of a football team like this, the head coach, you can get the answer to any question that you want from a subordinate. I think Wilf, that Urban Meyer was willfully blind, and I don't even believe he was blind. I think he knew about it, and he's been covering up since. Uh, by the way, a couple of other details that also have come out. Um, I think that there is a a big deal here, Urban uh, that that. Uh, our guy Brett McMurphy posted his arrest uh, yes. report, yes. where the fact uh, that it was a initial arrest, and somehow in the in the time since he was arrested, according to that initial report, uh, the uh, the police changed it and said, "Oh no, no, he wasn't arrested," uh, even though the box for arrest was checked on the initial report. Um, there are a lot of details that are coming out. And uh, and I just think um, it is a uh, it is a messy messy situation. Um, there are also a lot of text messages coming out uh, that I think are going to make uh, things even uglier as everybody reads this report. I don't think the story is over. So all of those things, uh, you know, I wanted to make sure I came on this morning, even though I'm out in uh, L.A. getting ready, to, uh, doing a lot of stuff with Fox Sports out here. But I watched this uh, press conference in my hotel room. I know you did too, Jason Martin. And frankly, my jaw just dropped. Yeah, I mean, it, it boggles my mind. Like, as soon as he mentioned the thing about Shelly's text messages, I'm just like, this guy can't stop himself from lying. Like, it's impossible, because he just stepped in it again, because this makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. Did you happen to see the statement from Zach Smith's attorney? Yeah, you can read that if you have it in front of yeah, you. Yeah, I've got uh, it. Th- yeah. It was, Zach Smith married a woman he should not have married. Vengeance against her ex-husband regrettably resulted in collateral damage to Urban Meyer, Gene Smith, and The Ohio State University. 
Yeah, that's unbelievable. Here's something. I mean, that that is like one of the maybe the most tone deaf statement I've ever heard an attorney make on behalf of a client ever, and I've seen a lot of them. This is also an important detail. Uh, this is from Dan Wolken, uh, who certainly we have not always uh, yeah, seen eye to sure. eye with on this show. Uh, but he uh, he is reading the report um, and and reported last night um, after Brett McMurphy dropped the text messages. Uh, the one of the top uh, assistants of Urban Meyer. Uh, according to the report, they discussed at that time whether the media could get access to Coach Meyer's phone and specifically how to adjust the settings on Meyer's phone so that text messages older than one year would be deleted. Uh, it then says that when Urban Meyer turned his phone over to the investigative team, it had no text messages that were older than one year. Uh, and uh, the report says, and I quote, it is nonetheless concerning that his first reaction to a negative media piece exposing his knowledge of the 2015-16 law enforcement investigation was to worry about the media getting access to info and discussing how to delete messages older than one year. Uh, yeah, well, him and Hillary Clinton, right? Well, Brett McMurphy also said this last night when he was reading the report. This is in the investigative report. Quote, we learn Coach Meyer has sometimes had significant memory issues in other situations where he had prior extensive knowledge of events. He has also periodically taken medicine that can negatively impair his memory, concentration, and focus, unquote. Yeah, I mean, what? that was where I said that they said part of the, like, oh, he didn't, he didn't have, I read this and I was like, I don't believe this. Um, like that, that uh, let's see, that he didn't, um, that he didn't recall. He did not. Con- con- they, they said that they did not conclude he deliberately lied, but they said he couldn't recall all the details from 2015. And I'm like, are you kidding me? If that is true that his memory is that bad, how in the world is he making seven million dollars a year as a head football coach if he can't recall what he knew about a domestic violence incident from three years ago? We're not talking about 35 years ago. We got more with Clay Travis coming up. It, well, like I said, it was a long, extended conversation. Also, if you want to start lining up the calls, the final segment can belong to you if you'd like it to. 615 737 1045. That's 737 1045 to, uh, to jump in and have your say about everything that is going on surrounding this story. One thing I do want to mention here before we go to break is that this coming Sunday, I'm going to be out at Twin Peaks and Cool Springs alongside Mickey Ryan. Have your fantasy draft out there with us. Have your It's going to be 104.5 The Zone. We're going to be giving away concert tickets. It's going to be great food, great drinks, obviously great views out at Twin Peaks as well. Call us at 615-737-ZONE right now and reserve a spot at the Zones Fantasy Football Draft Party sponsored by the Home Loan Expert. Again, I'll be out there. Mickey Ryan will be out there. Your team, every team in your league will get a Twin Peaks draft kit. And the Zone, again, will have door prizes, concert tickets. It's going to be a really, really good time. Perfect atmosphere as football's back and fantasy football is as well. The second part of my conversation on Fox Sports Radio this morning with Clay Travis coming up next here on 104.5 The Zone. Welcome back, Big Six, Thursday edition, 104.5 The Zone. I'm Jason Martin on Twitter, at jmartzone. Urban Meyer continues to be the subject. Suspended for three games, although he can be back with the team on September the 2nd for games two and three, just can't be there on game days. 
I don't even know why why you even bother. Suspension shouldn't have happened. You should have fired the guy, or you should have done nothing. But you should have fired the guy. I talked to Clay Travis this morning on his show on Outkick the Coverage on Fox Sports Radio, where I've been hosting all week long. And here is part two of my conversation with Clay Travis about Urban Meyer. When we were talking about this 2009 incident and whether or not he informed Gene Smith or not, of course he didn't. Because had he done that, it would have actually given them grounds to get rid of him. It was clear that Urban Meyer was going to do everything under his control to keep Zach Smith there. Like, that's very obvious. Like, at first, I didn't even think about the fact that he would have informed anything about 2009. Well, of course he should have from a moral perspective. But this whole deal, we're never going to know what Urban Meyer actually did because they made sure there's not a whole lot of written information that we can go to, and they kept this thing clandestine and behind closed doors forever. But we're pretty aware that Urban Meyer did the bare minimum, if that. Like, he did not go the extra mile to make sure things were taken care of here. Yeah, I just, I mean, this thing is like, uh, there is such a pyramid of lies here that I think this story is not going to go away. And let me say this. A lot of people out there will remember this, and you can you can help me back me up on this, uh, Jason. I believe in uh, when this story emerged uh, uh, surrounding Jim Tressel, that initially Ohio State said they had done all their due diligence and they had hit the sweet spot, and I think they suspended him for five games initially to match the suspensions of his players. And then as all of the details continued to come out, Ohio State ended up firing uh, ended up firing uh, Jim Tressel. I don't think this story is over. I think as all of the details of this investigative report continue to come out, remember, they debated this for 10 hours at the Board of Trustees, right? That means that there were a lot of divergent opinions based on the details involved in this investigation. When you debate something for 10 hours, that means that everybody's not in immediate agreement, right? And so I think there are likely members of the Board of Trustees that saw these details and said, you know what? We need to uh, uh, we need to fire this guy, and other people managed to decide. You know what? Let's suspend him instead. And it's like the halfway point, right? There were some people who said, "Oh, Urban, they're going to defend Urban Meyer to the ends of the earth." There were other people who thought he was going to be fired, and ultimately they ended up on this compromise of, "Okay, we'll suspend him for three games." And it's not really a satisfactory result to either party. But uh, this is, uh, this is man, this is a, uh, a messy, messy situation. What about the fact that nobody on that stage was willing to say the words Courtney Smith at any point? Yeah, and, and again, that Urban Meyer statement um, is so disappointing because the guy had 22 days to get it right. You know, this, is, this is amazing to me because I remember on this show I say all the time, you get paid based on your judgment. Urban Meyer had a lot of time to decide what he was going to say at Big Ten Media Days in response to the Zach Smith story. And instead of uh, putting out the story that, uh, that was important here, I think, uh, which is, you know, like just saying the honest truth so far as he could tell it, he lied, right? Even though they described, he did not deliberately lie in the strained logic yeah. of, uh, of this investigative committee. He lied, okay? And I think he lied again a decent amount in this, uh, in this uh, conference, too. And again, I come back to uh, him asking, how do you delete text messages off your phone? How often do innocent people ask that question? 
when yeah. you, if you Pretty are, much never. It, it, yeah, right. I mean, I, I've been in the legal system for a long time uh, and involved in criminal cases and civil cases and everything else. One of the first things you say is when somebody tries to destroy evidence. If you're destroying evidence, it's because you are afraid of what that evidence is going to show, right? There's even an aspect of the law where if you can be proven to have destroyed evidence, you're allowed to assume that it helped to prove a negative fact, right? That in, in, in terms of the, uh, the, the legal, uh, you know, kind of wrangling there. So when your first thought is, uh, how do I delete messages? How do I destroy text messages on your phone? That's not the actions of an innocent person. Yeah, well, we we know he's not an innocent person. I mean, I think anybody with with free mind actually has figured that out by now. Uh, one thing that I feel like you need to address is the fact that you and Brett McMurphy worked at Fan House together <laughs> back in 2011. Yeah, Ohio State fans are like, oh, that's why Clay Travis is trusting Brett McMurphy. I Brett McMurphy has been proven almost exclusively to be right in every detail, and he's never used an anonymous source in anything so far. And yeah, I know Brett, but I know pretty much everybody who writes and talks about college football because I've written and talked about college football for the last 15 years. So, and I've worked, look, I worked at CBS, I worked at NBC, I worked at, uh, at Fox, and I work at Fox Now, uh, Fox Sports Radio. Um, so I've had a lot of different colleagues over the years. Um, and, uh, yeah, I love that Ohio State fans are like, oh, Clay Travis used to work with Brett McMurphy. That's why. Um, this is a, uh, this is just an unbelievable story. If Urban Meyer was not. All right, Urban we're going to. We're going to cut in right there. There was more, but it was like I said, it was a lengthy conversation with Clay. You can obviously download his podcast as well uh, through iTunes. You can hear the entire conversation there, but that was the brunt of it. The Urban Meyer situation is utterly absurd. It's utter nonsense. This was the most tone-deaf press conference I have ever seen in my life. It was an awful look for the university. It was an awful look for Urban Meyer. Awful look for the athletic department as well. We will come back. We'll have a few minutes. SEC preview is coming up next. So football fans, you want to stick around for that. David in Lebanon has been waiting patiently. We'll take his call and a few more maybe on the uh, way out the door. We'll be right back. Big 6, 104.5 The Zone. 104.5 segment of this Thursday edition of the Big Six here on 104.5 The Zone. I'm Jason Martin. Follow me on Twitter at jmartzone. 615-737-1045 if you'd like to join the program. So if you did not know, and I don't know how in the world at this point you couldn't, Urban Meyer has been suspended for three games without pay. He can rejoin the team on September the 2nd. Before the second game, he just can't coach on the sidelines on game day. But Urban Meyer is still the head football coach at the Ohio State University. Now, the Big Six asks, why is this a thing? Uh, Seriously, Annie Lennox says it right. Why is this still a thing? I realized I had not done that segment. Somebody tweeted me and said, hey, why is this still a thing? Urban Meyer at Ohio State. And uh, Michael's absolutely right. So I'm just going to straight up steal his idea and use it to uh, use my uh, regular segment here. Dan Wetzel wrote what I think so far is the best piece that I have read on this entire situation this afternoon. That's not anything that should surprise you. Dan Wetzel might be the best sports columnist in the country. 
on a regular basis. Uh, you should always read his stuff. But I'm going to read just a little bit from this. You heard that Urban Meyer basically said that he and Zach Smith had met with Courtney. That Well, that Meyer met with Zach and Courtney in his office when they were at Florida. And they talked about the arrest of Zach and then realized that they both told him that the arrest of Zach Smith had been based on incorrect information provided to authorities by Courtney Smith and that, in fact, Zach Smith had not hit or otherwise been violent towards Mrs. Smith, unquote. That'd be pretty huge, and this is what Dan Wetzel writes. She was saying that she falsely accused her husband of a despicable act. That alone is a crime in many jurisdictions. The problem is, Courtney told investigators that she never once met with Zach and Urban Meyer. Worse for Urban, Zach Smith backs that up and says that only he was at the meeting. The only thing that those two people agree on, meaning Zach and Courtney Smith, is Meyer's story is false. That he lied. And the investigators wrote this in the report. Quote, we find it more likely that only Zach Smith met with Coach Meyer in 2009 and that Courtney Smith likely did not recant her allegations of abuse at that time. Unquote. And this again from Dan Wetzel's piece. Is that not a problem for Ohio State? Urban Meyer is inventing meetings that destroy the credibility of the accuser and exonerate he and Zach. And then, and this point is brilliant. Worse, how many times and to how many people did Meyer tell the story of the made-up meeting? If he told anyone in Columbus, then it would certainly explain some of the distrust in Courtney's story within Ohio State. After all, the head football coach said she recanted back in 2009, so why trust her now? If that happened, she never stood a chance. None of this was addressed in the report or at the news conference, of course. That is quite a coincidence. I had not even thought of that point. That if he did, in fact, distrust, distrust Courtney Smith, why would he not have told several people so that that was on record? That would have made so much more sense than the way that this played out from the beginning. He said that he used his heart and not his head. That is very obvious. And he rode or died, and he nearly died from a professional standpoint with Zach Smith. Let's go to Carter in Nashville. Carter, what's up? Hey, Jason, man. How you doing? Good, buddy. Good, man. I really enjoy your show. Uh, it really helps me get home uh, through through uh, Nashville traffic and such. Um, quick quick comment, though. I heard you say, like, like Hillary Clinton... Uh, kind of has something in common with Urban Meyer with the, you know, deleting of the text messages where she deleted 33,000 emails. Mm -hmm. Did I hear that correctly? No, it was just, it was basically a flippant joke. Like, I know that the oh. two things are not the same. Well, 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 I, I was just going to say, man, you know, if we're going to call it down the middle, are we lumping Donald Trump in there as well since Donald Trump has told a bunch of lies and Urban Meyer has told a bunch of lies and Hillary deleted a bunch of Well, how of about emails? we just lump all politicians in there? There we go. All right. Fair enough, man. Carry on. It's not. It's absolutely not. Not not partisan uh, on my behalf. There, I think it was just mainly the deletion where it kind of made sense on that side of things. But yeah, there are a lot of cover-ups, and one of the things that is that has come out or not come out, but one of the things that continues to be sent my way is all other schools are doing this too. You know Alabama's doing this, or whoever else that you want to mention: USC, Notre Dame, Michigan. 
all these schools and all these fan bases would be doing the same thing. I'm not going to say that they would or they wouldn't. I know that some of them probably would. I know that some of them probably wouldn't. I am not close enough to Ohio State, certainly, but I certainly would like to believe that in this situation, even if I was a diehard Buckeye fan, I would still want that guy fired. I believe in my heart that I would, but I can only tell you that I am relatively sure of that because I don't have a dog in the fight generally here, so I can only say what I hope is true. It's not a situation that I have been presented with, but a really bad excuse, a really bad argument to make about anything is, but they're doing it too, or because they would be doing it too. I don't care whether or not that is accurate in the least because it doesn't make what you did any better. Just like if you want to go to the Courtney Smith hit him too argument, that also doesn't make it okay for Zach Smith to hit her back. One wrong action doesn't excuse another wrong action. Bad behavior doesn't permit other bad behavior. Ohio State has zero integrity here, and they made sure of it because their investigative committee, their independent committee, had precisely one member on it that didn't have direct deep ties to Ohio State University. And then yesterday, they sat in a room for almost 12 hours to come up with this answer. And what do you think that 12 hours really was? I would say at least 9 to 10 of it was, all right, how are we going to sell this? We don't want to let him go. So how are we going to sell this? Because we know we should let him go. Let's make sure we don't put out the report too soon. We can't mention Courtney Smith's name. They've probably got attorneys in that room. Okay, no, you can't say that. No, don't address that. All right, here's Urban Meyer's statement. They sat there in that room to figure out how to spin this. They did not sit in that room to try and figure out what the appropriate punishment was and from an objective standpoint, what should have been done. Because if you read even half, even a quarter of the investigative report that was put out, you can find so many instances, specific instances that should have cost Urban Meyer his job. And if his name wasn't Urban Meyer, and if he hadn't won multiple national championships at two different schools, and if Ohio State did not care that much about winning games, he would have been fired. If his name had been DJ Durkin, just to throw another guy that's been out there lately, if his name had been DJ Durkin, uh, he also would have been fired. Urban Meyer survives because Ohio State loves football. See ya.